Good morning. Today is Friday, February the 9th, and we're studying the Bible study guide for the first quarter of 2024. The Bible study guide for this quarter is called Psalms. And this morning we're finishing lesson number six. Today's reading is called Further Thought. Let us pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much for this preparation day that you've given us. We ask you to please be with us as we get ready and prepare for the Sabbath day tomorrow. We ask you to um, help us to, to prepare not just our homes, but our hearts as well. We ask you to please send us your Holy Spirit to guide us as we study this Bible study guide. In Jesus' name, amen. The Psalms are protests against human indifference to injustice. They are a refusal to accept evil. They are motivated not by a desire for revenge, but by a zeal to glorify God's name. Hence, it is fitting for the righteous to rejoice when they see God's vengeance on the evil, because in this way God's name and His justice are restored in the world. The Psalms oblige people to raise their voices against evil and to seek the coming of God's kingdom in its fullness. In the Psalms, we are given assurance of divine comfort and deliverance. The Lord will arise. When men shall revile you and persecute you, said Jesus, rejoice and be exceeding glad. And he pointed his hearers to the prophets who had spoken in the name of the Lord as an example of suffering, affliction, and of patience. Abel, the very first Christian of Adam's children, died a martyr. Enoch walked with God and the world knew him not. Noah was mocked as a fanatic and an alarmist. Others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings. Yea, moreover, of bonds and imprisonment. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. And now we have four discussion questions to end the lesson. First, because the painful realization of the evil in the world can cause one to wonder whether the Lord actually reigns, how can we grow an unshakable faith that will stand strong even under temptation? That is, what must we focus on in order to maintain our faith in God's love and goodness and power? What should the cross say to us about God and His character? And so how do we keep, or how do we grow an unshakable faith? How do we, what should we focus on to maintain our faith in God's love and goodness and power? We need to focus on God. We need to focus on the good. We need to focus on Him. Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And that's what we should always focus on. We should focus on seeking first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And so, when we do that... All other things will come that God will give us. It says, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. And so we need to focus on that. We need to focus on God. We need to focus on His goodness. We need to focus on His justice. And He will make things the way He needs to make them when His time is right. And so what should the cross say to us about God and His character? That His character is love. He loves us to the point of willing to die for us. And uh, He is a fair God, uh, a fair and just God. And He's willing to die so that justice can be upheld. Let's look at the second question here. Why is it important not to rely on human means? 
in other words, leaders, institutions, and social movements, as the ultimate wisdom and solution for justice in the world, but to rely solely on God's word and judgment. Well, human means, leaders, institutions, social movements, they are all human. And as humans, we are filled with a sinful nature. And so we're all sinful, we're sinners, and we are imperfect. We make mistakes. We constantly make mistakes over and over and over. And even if we're trying to do what's right, sometimes we just miss the mark. We aim there and we go that way. And so uh, it just happens because we're human. So we can't rely on ourselves. The Bible says the heart is exceedingly wicked above all things. And so it's deceitful as well. And so we can't trust ourselves. We can't even trust our hearts. So who do we trust on? Who do we rely on? God's word, God's judgment. God is who we can rely on and only him. And we have to have that in our minds all the time. The third question is this, what are the practical implications of the truth that the sanctuary is the place of divine judgment? And so practical implications are that uh, God in judging us, he is not looking to hurt us. He's not looking to, uh, to catch us. Uh, he's not like a uh, a bad teacher that we had in elementary school that was only looking for us to see, make a mistakes to whack us with a with a ruler. Um, I've heard stories about that. Uh, no, he's a loving God. He's looking for ways of uh, justifying us. He's going to always do that. He is our lawyer, our attorney. He will fight for us. And so what do we have to do? All we have to do is surrender to him. We surrender to him. We give our life to him and we follow him. He will lead us and he will cover us with his righteousness. And so we are saved by the righteousness of Christ that he covers us with. And the last question, how can we understand the harsh language of some Psalms? How does that language helps us, help us relate to the humanity of those who wrote them? And so... Uh, some of these psalms, the people are very, very sad, bothered, hurt, uh, maybe angry, uh, disappointed. Their feelings are very real. And so as we look at the, their feelings, they're real. They're not sugarcoating their feelings. They're, they're saying exactly how they feel. God, just destroy these people who have abused us. And so they're very, very clear, but they're very, very harsh these words. And so that helps us relate to the humanity of the people who wrote them. These were real people. There are people like you. There are people like me, people who got hurt, people who got angry, people who got disappointed, people who got upset. And so they're crying out for God. God gives give us justice. And so they're doing that. And that helps us to understand that these people were real people like you and me. Uh, and, and they went through the same kind of stuff. And when, when we realize that we can better uh, associate ourselves with them and better understand what they're, where they're coming from and relate to them. And so, uh, in essence, we need to uh, throw ourselves on the mercy of God and say, God, you're the one that judges us. You judge us. You judge between us and them and those who have hurt us and do, do justice. Do whatever needs to happen. And, and, and we just put our trust in God, and it's not us 
who tries to have vengeance. It's not us who, who tries to make sure that other people are punished for what they've done. We leave that in God's hands and God will take care of that. Let us pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, we're so happy that we serve a God who is just, a God who is perfect, a God that we can trust. Father, you know that there's so many things in this world that we suffer from, so many injustices. Father, give us justice. Father, take care of those who abuse us. Take care of those who have despitefully used us, who have uh, uh, done bad things towards us. We ask you to take care of them. That doesn't mean that we're asking you to, to uh, punish them. Uh, it means you do your will. You do what you see is best. You do what you know is best. Some, I imagine, might have to be punished. Others will say yes to you and will be drawn to you and their lives will change and they will become new creations in you. And so, Father, do whatever you need to do. Uh, but we just ask you for your justice, for you to do what is right. We ask you to please be with us the rest of this day. Take care of us. Protect us from any any harm. Keep us close to you. And as your Sabbath comes this evening, help us to be ready for your Sabbath. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for being with us this morning. I encourage you to join us again tomorrow morning. We're starting a brand new lesson, lesson number seven. So join us tomorrow. Thank you and God bless you.